When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Hey, welcome to Friday. That's good news. Second piece of good news is, boy, the weather's a lot better. Boy, what a day. Actually, uh, probably late yesterday afternoon, I was out picking up all the palm fronds and leaves in my yard. And I was like, wow, it's really nice outside. I'll take it. it. I know. It's supposed to be be really nice this weekend. Yeah, no rain. So enjoy it. Absolutely. All right. Headline wise, we were all excited because in about an hour from right now, we were going to have live the SpaceX launch from Boca Chica, Texas. That's been pushed off till tomorrow, but that's okay. Yeah. Eight o'clock. But 11 o'clock tonight, uh, more satellites go up from the Cape. So you can watch that launch if you are still awake. Not doing that. No? Yeah. I get a great view from my, I I don't have to move. I sit on my back porch and look. Ah. It's like, thanks. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, News-wise, just a couple of headlines before fun, goofy stuff for a Friday. President Biden's going to meet today with Mexican President Lopez Obrador. Oh, so he hates us. Yeah, pretty much. He, he, he really does. Uh, so does Biden say, uh, you know, why don't you help us stem the flow of migrants over the border mm. with you? And he's going to say, nope. And Biden's going to say, okay. Yeah. This is the weird thing about it. They're going to meet on the sidelines of the APEC forum that's currently underway in San Francisco. If I was Mexico, I'd be like, sidelines? What, what, I get like a breakout session room? Is that all I get? China, they are rolling out literally the red carpet and flags for China for this thing. Yeah, but I think that was also considered a sideline thing because they have like lectures all day and they meet about Indo-Pacific things and what they're doing yeah. there. So, and it Because there's like eight other countries there. Yeah. It's not only just us and China and now Mexico, but I mean there's a bunch. So maybe that's what they mean by a sideline thing. But I, what, what's going to come of it? He's going to move more production to Mexico <laughs> like he did last time. Oh, we're going to close this plant, move it to your country because it's cheaper to build whatever it is we want to build there instead of here. I, I don't get it. Don't know. I don't understand. So we shall say I, I don't trust anything that this president does. No, I don't either. Nope. Nope. Boy, he looked run down yesterday. Did you see him? He's tired. Oh, he's some old. of the ceremonial things, he's just like fading. He's decomposing. He's, I hate he's, to say it. He's, yeah, I mean, well, he's old. You know? It takes its toll on older people. Jeez. This is uh, the official start, two of the t- holiday travel season. It's actually today, believe it or not. Not next week. They've kind of pushed it back, and they said the massive number of lines at U.S. airports across the country already getting ready to get out and start the, you know, you want to get that holiday weekend early. Yeah, I guess, you know, you want to go for the whole week because a lot of people, you know, if, if you if you work in, in big industry, I would think a lot of people go, well, everybody else is taking a vacation, so it's going to affect us, so we're going to take a vacation and right. take the week off. So right. I... I Anybody here today? Is anybody coming to the radio station today on the other end of the building? Just curious. It's <laughs> no, a good question. Right, did you see the sign that went up yesterday? We're closing noon on Wednesday. Oh, really? I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> Glad you told us. <laughs> like, Whoa, well, well, must well, be you know, nice. Eh, nothing really changes so, there. So why bother coming to work? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to close it at noon, they get here at 930. You're going to come to work for two hours and leave? Maybe that's what they're thinking. I don't know. Uh, it's kills me. Uh, in the Middle East, just give you a quick update on this. This is interesting. Uh, Israel is reportedly, reportedly negotiating with Hamas on a deal to free dozens of hostages being held in Gaza. Not all of them, 
It would reportedly free 50 women and children in return for Palestinian prisoners held in Israeli jails. Hmm. Something to monitor in that situation. So here, here's the thing. How bad are these people that they're, they're holding in the Israeli jails? Yeah, because right. if they caught them and they didn't kill them and they put them in jail instead, thinking, how bad are these people? Right. But I, I think you made a very valid point earlier when you said uh, Netanyahu is probably going to say, sure, we'll do it and we'll get you later. Yeah. Kind of. We'll get you anyway. Mentality. So I don't know what the breakdown is as far as how many Americans are included in this deal, but we don't. Let's not ever forget how many Americans we still have being held hostage over there. Yeah, they they they, they always leave that part out. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they'll get all the hostages out. Unfortunately, yesterday they released the body cam video of finding one of them dead. Ugh. So hopefully that's not the case with everybody else. Those poor families. I guess can't imagine. No. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And good news, this was a big, big business story that came out yesterday. You ready for this conversation in the very near future? Mm -hmm. Jen, I love your new car. Where'd you get it? Amazon. Amazon. Can you believe that? Well, wait, hold on. Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) spend the hundred bucks or whatever it is. Okay. They made a big announcement yesterday. They're about to start selling cars and SUVs on Amazon Prime, and their first deal is with Hyundai. So I'm going to get it overnight? Not yet. Oh. But I bet you they could do – they could work this in in the future, getting your car like probably overnight. I don't know. Well, they said I, – I think what I read was um, – and maybe I'm wrong because I'm wrong most of the time uh, – that they're going to work with local dealerships. Yeah. So like if you bought a Hyundai that uh, – you know. Uh, Hyundai up the street over here, they would do the delivery exactly. for you. Or you would go there. It's kind of like working with an online broker. Like my past three cars I've gotten through a broker, but they work with the dealership. Oh, but then That's the dealership cool. delivers the car. That's neat. So I don't know if they're delivering the car in this deal or you go pick it up at the dealership, but it's Hyundai buying cars on Amazon. I, I, but believe it or not, I'm actually surprised it took this long. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sure it had to do, too, with what money Amazon gets out of the deal because, you know, they're not doing it for free. Right. You know, so they got to get a kickback somewhere. So they had to work it out. And it's interesting. They went with Hyundai or possibly Kia next because same mm-hmm. company. They weren't affected by the strike. Oh, that's right, too. Yeah. No. So they may go after companies that weren't affected by the strike. So you got to think about this, too, because you know what else is going to be there. They did not announce this, but you have to figure it's a thing. Amazon financing. Oh. Lay, well, they lay got out, credit. Simplify the plan, make it seamless, and lay out all the options for you right online in the checkout page as if you're paying for, like, overnight shipping. Well, and the odds are they probably just add it to your Amazon account. Uh-huh. You know, here you go. We're just going to add, uh, you know, an $800 a month payment <laughs> to your what you already owe and just roll it in to your Amazon account. My checkout box on, on the <laughs> shipping is, is like usually like, you know, 50, 60 bucks. Now it's like your checkout uh, is $75,000. Can you imagine? <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I wonder how they do that. I would assume that they probably, they probably will have Amazon financing though because they already have it. Right. Really. I mean just not in, in bulk. I mean that – those kinds of amounts, but I'm sure they can work it out. And you know what's coming to Amazon Prime members get uh, 3% financing. Oh, you watch. Yeah. Wait till they start selling houses. Oh, boy. You know that's in the works. You know all this stuff started when Costco started selling caskets. Remember that? I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they had one Costco at, in Ohio selling Ohio State caskets. I almost bought one. No. I was your, like, your daughter okay. shed the shooting you into space. Remember? <laughs> no. They're putting me in a tree. Oh, it's a tree. It's that was, that's tree what it was. Pod. That's right. I was like, you can't plant me in the She goes, yeah, you put you right in the backyard. Well, then it may split you up, and then some oh. other ashes go into a shotgun shell. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll be all over the place. <laughs> all right, we, we got some more headlines coming up next. Uh, speaking of Amazon, though, it's something we need to talk about, and it kind of it kind of goes into our Friday football picks, which is coming up later on uh, next hour. Yeah, what? Amazon Prime yeah. had the Bengals Ravens game on last night. Okay, unfortunately, Joe Burr, to the horror of every young teenage girl in the country, Joe Burrow got hurt. And their mothers, yes. There's a big controversy about this. He got hurt really badly. Uh, well, his wrist is hurt. He got hurt in the game on his throwing hit, throwing arm. Yeah. Well, they're saying he was hurt before the game, and nobody knew. Oh, there's a lot of controversy about this. Uh, unlike normal injuries, because of betting. If you knew that going in, would that have changed your bet? Oh, without a doubt. I think so, too. You think it's going to have repercussions now? I don't know. We'll see if they crack down on the injury list thing. Oh, that and, should and really be interesting. crack down on that. Anyway, we got that and some more to talk about. Light, lighter stuff, too. Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. And now your kids and my kids are going to have to deal with these cretins who hate America because we made them. Because their parents failed them, their educators failed them, corporate America continues to fail them, and it's the fight for our lives. If you don't think this is coming to a school near you or a community near you, you haven't been paying attention. Wow, she was on a roll. You may not like Megyn Kelly, but when she's worked up, she's really good. And she has said it better than I think we could try to do it. But this is all about this TikTok controversy. It's more than a controversy. It's 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 a propaganda campaign exposed. She's livid about it. Almost everybody else is livid about it, and including representatives from both sides of the aisle is Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin. It's absolutely disgusting and further evidence that we need to ban TikTok. No, 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 no. Ban TikTok. You had your chance well, three years ago and you didn't. That's yeah. too late. That's not going to happen. What you can try to do is, is pressure them. And so far, apparently, they've released a statement now that says they're not going to do it. Here's what it all comes down to. TikTok is cracking down after being slammed from both sides of the aisle for allowing influencers to promote Osama bin Laden's anti-American letter released after the 9-11 attacks. They're actually justifying 9-11 throughout this. These little absolute morons. But it's no joke. And it's like, well, just ignore it. It'll go away. As of last night, the letter to America from that terrorist had 14 million views. Oh, my goodness. Because of these dopes. That pushed it. I think what's even more important was something you brought up earlier because you had talked to your kids about it because they're big on TikTok. Minor, minor adults at this point. If they, if they going to go read this crap, they're going to read this crap and say it's crap. Right. Hopefully. But your daughter said, "Well, we wouldn't get anything like that because we don't follow right. that kind of political agenda. Right. We go for the videos for makeup or you know right. for dance or whatever." They told me that they're like, "I've talked to them many times. I know their accounts, all this stuff, and they're older now too. But still, they they sat me down and said we're not on that TikTok." I said, "What do you mean that TikTok?" So the stuff we we don't literally never see anything news related. Nothing. But here's the gotcha. Exactly. With the girl that started this, this twenty five year old influencer, Lynette Atkins, who makes two hundred grand a year, by the way, because oh, nice. she gives out fashion and makeup tips. It's the kind of influence she has, how many followers she okay, has. Okay, so how do you cross the aisle into the side of TikTok that doesn't get to see politically motivated propaganda? Well, why don't you send the letter to a kid that puts fashion and makeup tips out? So therefore, your daughter may actually have seen this. Somebody got to this influencer who started it and said, huh, why don't you talk about this? With yeah. your, you're exactly right, because the people not interested in that, 
Never would have. But if you're but if you're just in there for entertainment, now you know about this. Now, now you know. This is why it's a brainwashing tool. They're right. But you're not going to ban it. It's not going to work. No. It's too it's late. It's too late now. You get too it's many too millions late. of people following. You have two options. And Senator Rick Scott was all over this last night, too, and it's like, I tweeted a response to him. You've got two options. Do something to limit it and pressure TikTok to keep this stuff out of there. And so far they have. More on that in a minute. Or get so involved in TikTok with other messaging, you flood it. But you've got no other choice right yeah, now. You're not going to shut TikTok this down. This thing is a monster of brainwashing. And they actually a few years ago said, well, it's a threat to America because they're stealing users' data. That was never the problem. That's fixable with a switch. Right. The problem was it's a brainwashing tool. And it works well. Works well. You just I don't want to hear them again, but later on maybe we'll play all these these loser kids who have no idea. God, are they dumb. Well, oh my god. It's not that they I you know what? I it, they're dumb in the fact that they don't want to listen to anything from the other side. They got that democratic mindset that I'm right, you're wrong and whatever you say is bad. Oh yeah. And and oh, they yeah. don't if you try to talk to one of these kids cuz I have they put their literally put their yep. head up in your face. They want to hear and it. say I don't want to hear this because you're wrong and you're a Trump lover and you're this and you're and they won't listen no. to any reason whatsoever. So they've been taught that they have the moral high ground. That's it. And they they basically tell you what to do. I'm like, okay. So how you how do you change that after all this, you know, mind bending as I call it? So I, you can't. TikTok released a statement saying they've removed the hashtag of Osama bin Laden letter and they removed those posts and this and that. You've got 14 it's probably 20 million impressions by now. Oh. And then it leaks over to X, obviously. And then it's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's everywhere. This now it's disease, everywhere. this mind virus you've released. Because, because it's run by China. We won't, we're not going to lose this republic over a foreign invader. We're going to lose it from the inside. Yeah, you know, either that or the terrorists who are already here are the ones propa- feeding all this propaganda to all these kids locally. One never knows. Uh, how do you think uh, Xi Jinping feels right now sitting in San Francisco watching this meltdown happen on American soil while he's visiting? Loves are you loving it. this? You talk about a brilliant plan. Yeah. Let's tear apart the American fabric culturally. Well, it makes you wonder, was it planned for his visit? That somebody in China actually force-fed this, this Lynette Atkins or whatever the hell her name is because she doesn't have a clue. Oh, this is the greatest thing in the world. You really need to share this with your viewers and, and your followers because you'll get a million more if understand. you do this. They were just fighting back against the colonizers. They're oh. saying stuff like this. They're justifying 9-11. This is the scariest, oh. sickest thing of all time, I'm telling you. These people are crazy. Stop it. Talk to know. your children, even if they're old adults. All right, Sorry. Enough of that. In better yes. news, this is actually... This is going to wind up being a pretty controversial thing. We were talking about Amazon a couple of minutes ago. Well, they had Thursday night football last night. Sitting there watching. It was uh, the Bengals and the Ravens. And Joe Burr, Joe Burrow had an injury. He was like in a lot of pain. He threw a touchdown pass, but he just kind of like doubled over. His, he's got a wrist injury, I guess. That's not good. Was, On his throwing arm? But here's the thing. Oh. Al Michaels starts to talk about the wrist injury. He came off the bus with a big wrap on his right wrist, you know. And then all of a sudden, social, sports social media went bananas saying, I didn't know that. People are reposting the injury list. He wasn't on that. Now, here's the thing. Normally, it's like, big deal, sports, whatever. Would that have affected your – the NFL is so tightly knit with, with betting now, with sports betting. Like, they own pieces of, like, DraftKings and all the other sports online betting apps. Right. Would that have affected your bet? Oh, absolutely. Who would have picked Cincinnati knowing Joe Burrow wasn't going to be playing? Or exactly. he was going to be hurt? 
and they wound it's up like losing by Cleveland's, like fourteen. Deshaun, what's his name? Deshaun what's Watson. It? Watson. That you know he was fine, and the next thing you know, you know, he, you find out he's got a broken shoulder, and they're trying to play him. They don't let you know. Now, yeah, normally, deal. normally the injury list, you could try to hide things. You don't want to give it away to the other team. This and that. Can't hide things from people who have money based on this stuff now. They're they're going to face a major class action lawsuit. Do you think? Soon. Oh, at, not over this. Eventually, something's going to happen. That, along with the questionable calls from the refs, which just are bad anyway. What happens if you have enough? What happens if it happens in a, like a Super Bowl, a conference championship game? There's a call Ooh. so horrific that it's just not people's fandom feelings being hurt. It's money. What happens well, then? I, well, how does Mattress Mac feel? You know, did he take uh, the Cincinnati last I don't night? Know. It should be interesting. But I mean, you got to find somebody who bets a lot of money. But you're right. Does it? Did it? Does it eventually? I think what's going to happen is the NFL rules are going to have to change. They're going to have to definitely make sure that you know that a certain player, especially a star player on your team, your quarterback, they're is going to have to. Yeah, they can't hide that, and the team will be fined. And they have to be fined considerably. You know, right. not like a fifty thousand dollar fine. That's no big deal to them. And for the refs, which have been listen, just horrific every week. This bad call, worse than ever. They got to add more technology. They're going to have to put pylon cams in. They're going to have so that you you avoid this kind of stuff because otherwise you have a league where every play will be reviewed, every uh. play, so they don't get sued. Does anybody want that? No. <laughs> Actually, Jen. Hey guys. Hey, Hi, dear. <laughs> I was listening here to the conversation, and you're you're right though, Jen, about um, you know fines and rules and everything. It, the NFL is pretty strict about this. You know, coach, they are. There are some coaches who. You know, we're kind of known for kind of playing coy with the, the injury list. Listen, Belichick put Brady on the injury list for 20 straight years, and he wasn't hurt. It was always P. It was a joke. P, probable. probable. Shoulder. That's it. Really? To try to mess with the other team. Did right. it for 20 years. But you no. see, that's the opposite. <laughs> Whereas you're not allowed, you're literally not allowed to hide an injury. You, right. You have to report an injury on the injury list. Okay. If you don't, you're breaking the rules and you will get fined. So I'm very curious to see. And Joe Burrow, like you said, Bill, was seen very clearly showing up to the game wearing a, a wrist, you know, like a, like an air caster on yep. his wrist. Amazon Coming off the bus with that Amazon cameras went to the, the file footage. Yep. Al Michael said that and he was he had his wrist wrapped and nobody knew. And by the way, the Bengals social media took that video off of did their oh, did off of their Twitter. They did when that started oh. getting around because they figured, uh oh, like they literally just saw him injured and he's he wasn't on the injury. He wasn't on the on the report. Bengals are gonna get fined a lot of money for this. And you're right about the betting too. That line was four last night. Oh the Ravens were, were favored by four points. They w- covered easily. Like you said, I think they won by twenty one points. If, if this injury was known, that probably would have been an eight-point line. Oh, I think so. That's, that's Joe oh. Burrow's throwing Oof. wrist. And he was out of the game. If you didn't see the game last night, he had to leave the game because he couldn't throw. So he missed the whole second half. <laughs> right. That and would they affect lost. things, and it, which is yeah. normally no big deal, except for the fact that you've got so much money tied with online gambling now that the NFL yep. has sanctioned. Better, you better be careful with it. It's a big story, is, actually. Is, it is. Is yeah. the ginger je- devil in charge of all of this, too? Oh, of course he is. Okay. He's got his hand in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure. His $61 million a year salary. That blew me away. Well, For just us <laughs> talking about it, I think he just took away our draft picks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Patriots have now lost draft picks for the next five years. No, the show, our show. Oh, the show. Oh, okay, yeah, we and, lost our draft pick. And the Patriots. <laughs> and the Patriots. Just yes. Somehow the Pats will be fine for this, I'm just, telling you. Just because. <laughs> we got, by the way, our Friday football picks come in in about uh, an hour from now yeah. for the last rapid fire. But the first rapid fire is coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's Friday. It's Rapid Fire. we got to send you off into the weekend, into the wild, knowing some stuff. Jen, what's going on? This is the greatest story ever, and please tell me that it's going to expand across our state. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a deluxe spicy chicken sandwich with medium waffle fries and a lemonade from Chick-fil-A. Let's... Go. I'm hungry now. I'm in. Instead of having to go inside or even use the drive-thru, Chick-fil-A near Tampa. Do you know where Brandon Boulevard is in Brandon? I think I do. Yeah. It's, okay. It's hugely developed area now. All right. They, is it really? They oh, are the, huge. They wow. are the test center for drone delivery what? for Chick-fil-A. What? What you do is you go on the app. And it's and it's free delivery right now. You have to live within like a mile and a half of the Chick Fil A. That's that's the gotcha. Okay, but they're testing it out, so I'm so, so sure it's going to get better after this. Wait. So you go <laughs> online, you order, you you make your order. Somebody at the Chick Fil A place grabs a box and they throw your little box inside this drone. It's got a little box inside the drone, and then they program it, and the drone goes to your house. Drops down in the yard and leaves you your lunch or your dinner or whatever you would like. God's chicken delivered to your house. Isn't this is that like amazing? The Angel Gabriel appearing and just with Chick Fil A for you. <laughs> God's chicken from above. <laughs> Drone amazing. delivery is Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I do have a question though. Are we talking about like some 15 year old kid flying drones at Chick Fil A? Like I'm a little concerned about <laughs> some pimply okay. face kid. Right, He's got an you, FAA license. All you got to do is go look at those little pimply face kids playing video. On uh, online on YouTube, and how many millions of people they got watching them. So well, you, well, you it know, probably what? is some little pimply faced little kid. I don't know. They, they, they'd be better flying it than I would. So I guess it's I'll just it. And the drone once it drops off, it goes. It would be my pleasure. That's right. And they say it's like almost instantly. Like when you order on the app, it gives you at this one location the option to say drone delivery. And they say literally within you know minutes, it's at your house. This, this is the future I envision. Oh, this it's is wonderful. great. I don't want to put a damper on this. No. Oh, stop no. it. What? I'm just afraid of the like competing. Because you know Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, uh, everybody else is going to have drones too. Are we going to have drone fights in the sky? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, the McDonald's Red Baron is going to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big Ronald Clown nose looking thing going... <laughs> Driving around, there's just going to be drones flying back and forth with Amazon packages yeah. and fast food. Fast food dog fights. <laughs> just kidding. All right, speaking of things in the sky, not today, but tomorrow, SpaceX is moving their Starship test flight, and it's a big one, to tomorrow. Elon announced on social media today's planned flight is being delayed, so a part can be replaced on the rocket. That's like huh? That's like us changing an alternator on your car. Okay, Jeez, or a, a tire. Oh, boy. Hopefully it's not like an integral part. Hopefully it's like just a little part. This should be interesting. Something that goes into space, I think they're all important parts. Jeez. I just thought it was funny. He said, a part. Oh. Yeah, you need that uh, flux capacitor. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes off from Spaceport or whatever he calls it yeah, tomorrow right. at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock our time, 20-minute launch window. It's uh, The reason why this one is a big deal is this is one of the final test flights of the giant ro- In fact, it's the biggest rocket of all time, isn't it? It is. That's right. Before it carries people. Yeah, aren't they going next year? I yeah. think that's that's the, end the plan. of next year, isn't it? Yeah. Remember they introduced the crew. 
That's once. a brave crew. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, once they get that part to replace Jen, everything's yeah. going to be fine. Sure. This is the same rocket that's blown up like a million times, don't forget. Ow, that was early. Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. Well, hopefully there are. <laughs> hopefully the test goes well tomorrow morning. It's early on a Saturday, though. I mean, 8 o'clock. You're not up. On a Saturday, no. I really? forced myself to what sleep until did? like 8.30 on oh, Saturday. See, I, I'm up by 4. Huh? Oh, gosh, no. I, I used to sleep in. I can't anymore. No. I, I forced myself. you get old. Oh, you'll be I up at old. three. You are not old. <laughs> yeah. So, did you guys see this? That this like grew like wildfire last night, and I, I think they're making too big of a deal out of it. I don't know. I want to ask your opinion. So, her, uh, Krista Thompson mm-hmm. is a sideline reporter for Amazon. Actually, I think we were just talking about that with the Amazon football game last night. Joe Burrow. Yep. She does a podcast with um, Aaron Andrews, who's on Fox. And she mentioned how she has made up sideline reports before. If she can't get a hold of the coach or whatever it is, she's, she's like, made them up. She's made them up. She's like, if I couldn't get a hold of him, she's like, I know I have a hit coming up and I have to say something. She's like, I'll just come on and say, oh, the coach said that we need to play better in the second half and, you know, tighten this up, tighten that up. She's like, yeah, sometimes I just make things up. And when I tell you that every other sideline reporter in every sport in the history of the world <laughs> rained down brimstone and fire upon this woman. <laughs> I would, I would like feel bad for her. I understand that, you know, look, it's the integrity of journalism. You're not supposed to do that. But good Lord, you would think she killed somebody with the way they reacted to oh, her. But come on. It was an it's overreaction. Sports. It kind of was a little bit, right? But when you consider how many, okay, how many sports talk hosts, and I mean like ESPN ones, anchors. Right. There's too much sports programming. There just is. It's yes. just too much of it. And they have to fill this time. They make stuff up constantly. Yes, they do. Like she all, just admitted like to they it. Li- right. They literally will make stuff up no, to create narratives to hope it actually happens. This girl says she was rushed for time. The coach wouldn't talk to her, so she said something. Is it the best thing? No, but she shouldn't have admitted it. Yeah, yeah probably, wow. probably keep it to yourself. But still, my lord, the reaction from all these reporters. Although, add this into the mix after what happened after she made this statement last night with the Joe Burrow thing we were talking about before. This controversy, and it's it's growing, about Joe Burrow, the Bengals' head, hidden injury that he had before the game on his right wrist that Big got deal. aggravated. It affects betting. Yeah. So what happens if she made something up at the second half, and your second half bet was totally changed by it? That's I know too. it's a little far-fetched, but still. Well, it seems, though, that she kind of was just generic in what she said. That's what she said. It was like, like it was, you know, it was a game changer. Right. And that, that's what she said. It was kind of just generic stuff. And I get it. I'm not condoning making up a report as far as journalism is concerned. But good Lord, it was just every single reporter it, it was, was like, you're the worst human being in the world. It was a little much. Wow. But it's like, you know, in her, for, in her defense, she has to deal with coaches like Belichick sometimes who won't talk. What? Coach, what do you have to do in the second half? Uh, everything. We, we got to catch it better. We got to tackle better. We got to run better. We can do everything. Like Thanks, Coach. All right, have a good one. Great. <laughs> I, I just. I don't know. Yeah, they were. They man went wild on her. <laughs> it felt bad. Poor thing. She must be good looking if you're defending her. She is. Oh okay. yeah, she is. So, all right. All right. Just say. Just I don't even know who she is, and I can tell you that. All right. Moving along. When I tell you that when there is a question as to why, what do you follow? The money. The money. money. Always. Disney is following the money. We knew they were making a Frozen 3, and then yesterday they announced that Frozen 4 is also going to be in the works. So you'd say, well, why do they need 3 and 4? Because 1 and 2 made them $2.7 billion. That helps in the uh, decision-making. Disney (laughs) is only going with guaranteed hits now. They they will take no risks on anything in the future. 
And they also, yesterday, uh, actually it was kind of like this morning, but yesterday, uh, Disney Hong Kong, world's first frozen-themed land. Oh, Iger wow. was there. Everybody was there. It has the uh, the boat ride to the North Mountain on Frozen Ever After. Wow. A trip through the forest on wandering Oaken's sliding sleighs <laughs> and fireworks. Where was this? Hong Kong. Cool. Which means it's coming here. So where are they going to build it at Disney World? Think about so it. So we have Xi Jinping in San Francisco and Mickey Mouse in Hong Kong. Yeah, I like that. Worlds huh? are colliding. Switched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty cool. Well, uh, going sports again in this one. Major League Baseball offseason is happening, and they had some announcements. They just came off their winter meetings, and they had their MVPs and all this other stuff. They also made a big announcement. Uh-oh, what? <laughs> Uh-oh. Major League Baseball's All-Star Game is coming to Atlanta. Oh, I saw this. That's right. Why is that a big deal? Because they ripped it away from them because of their voter integrity laws. You remember that a couple of years ago? They had the All-Star Game and they... Oh, that's right. Remember they took it away from them? And all those poor people with the businesses went under. Yeah, because they said, it's gonna... This is... This is uh, keeping people from voting. This is terrible. This is all... Jim Crow 2.0. This is Jim Crow laws. Well, now this is a giant admission that Major League Baseball and the Democrats were wrong for caving to them, and they owed them one. That was a Stacey Abrams job. Remember oh that? Oh, my God. Good Lord. Well, we haven't she heard about her in a long time. Good. And then we looked at these milk toast <laughs> voting laws, what they did. It was the simplest of things. Like It was like barely, vo- barely making any changes. Jim Crow! Ah! <laughs> and baseball caved to them, and they took their all-star game away. Well, now they've got the 2025 game as the organization is a model of success on and off the field. That's as close oh, as baseball will come to apologizing and say, we screwed up and we listened to these corrupt Democrats. Well, good. Well, I'm glad Atlanta got the gig back then. Yeah. yeah. Good well, for them. Justification. A couple of Vindicated. Vindicated. Yes. Well, real quick, guys, I'll finish with this. How about as things are getting serious? Travis Kelsey. Oh my God, I can't believe and, you're doing this. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and Taylor Swift's parents are going to meet. Everybody prepare for this. <laughs> this will be the end, by the way. This is the end of the relationship. This is, this is, they're going to come out of this. Well, here's the thing, though. At their meeting at the Monday night game when the Chiefs played the Eagles, that's the Kelsey brother rematch from the Super Bowl. Families oh. coming together, the wedding bells were in the air. Oh, they got them married by next summer, oh, by the yeah. way. You know, at the plaza in New York. Oh, they're having babies and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe it does work out. You Big know, news. Right? Good, good for them. Okay. Some ugly babies. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's one of those things where you go, oh, it looks just like you. <laughs> you got to go see the baby. You got to go see the, oh, the baby. Oh, looks just well, like let's you. Let's hope it looks like a Swift and not a Kelsey. Just yeah, saying. Well, yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving yeah, along. along uh, Speaking yeah. of sports, can we talk about Tiger Woods' kid? Yeah, let's sure. talk what about Charlie Woods. Charlie Woods did great things. We got that. Oh, and TikTok just released a statement. Oh, did they? About the most controversial thing that's ever come to them. Uh-oh. America hating app. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Is absolutely disgusting and further evidence that we need to ban TikTok. Well, you missed the boat on that one, but uh, maybe you can back him down a little. That was Representative Mike Gallagher, but representatives, media people, parents, massive backlash against TikTok this morning. Oh, there should be. Because, well, they allowed a, an influencer to uh, promote to the tune of 15 million views Oof. as of last night and shares and impress- many more impressions than that. The Osama bin Laden letter that justified 9-11. And all these little TikTok kids going, 
They weren't the oppressors. They're tra- We've been sold a bill of goods that terrorism is wrong. I mean, this is like real stuff that's like happening so, for these idiots. Yeah, they, they're taking Osama bin Laden's side and they're, they're justifying <laughs> the attack on the Twin Towers that it was, it was our fault that we deserved it. Are you kidding me? So TikTok has made a statement this morning. They've removed the hashtag, quote, uh, letter to America, because that's what he called it, from its search function. And they're getting rid of all those videos, apparently, so that people can't see it. The uh, CEO of the company mm-hmm. is condemning uh, what actually happened. It's a content promoting this letter clearly violates our rules and supporting any form of terrorism, blah, 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 blah. It may not even matter. Uh, the videos all combined of people then, you know, other TikTok influencers and other people like talking about the same exact thing. As of last night, had 30 million views when you combine oh, all of them together. Now, here's the gotcha. While we were – we got off the air yesterday. We were in the studio here just BSing you and I. And you went, and it was probably, I'd say within 30 minutes after we got off the air, you went, oh my God, look what's, ha- what's, look what's trending on TikTok. So 20, it took them 24 hours to figure this out. Yep. They couldn't have stopped this yesterday afternoon or nope. yesterday early afternoon. Nope. Last night. Which t- it tends to tell you, this Chinese run app, that they didn't want to stop this at all. No. Now they can come back and say yeah, so they can get the government off their backs and there'll be calls to ban TikTok again. It's too late. You blew it. You blew it. It's a brainwashing tool. Designed to to influence you know kids into hating America and it's working for people who just joined the show. Can you just play one of those clueless influencers and what they said? They want to hear the idiots. Yeah, just a please bit read of. that entire letter. I need everyone to stop what they're doing right now and go read. It's literally two pages. Go read a letter to America. I need you to stop what you're doing and go read a letter to America. It is literally the craziest thing I've read in a while. And while I can't say that I'm that surprised, I am pretty shocked. I just read Osama bin Laden. Okay, that's enough. So many of them scarily are saying, we were sold a bill of goods. This was all wrong. And a lot of these people weren't alive, by the way. A lot of the a lot of the teen influencers weren't alive. Oh, you think or just about it, yeah. People are saying they were told us that we were we were the wrong. We were in the wrong. Oh. They were just trying to stop the oppressors. Please. You hear that so often now. Shut up, you clueless little kids. <clears throat> so you wonder where these pro Hamas rallies are coming from? There you go. There you go. Right there. You're right. There it is. You're right. If I hadn't heard it for myself, but still, I want to know why it took TikTok 24 hours to respond. I don't know. Just just saying. All right, this will make you feel better. The Woods Golf Legacy is going to roll on, baby. And Tiger Woods' son, Charlie, we hear about him all the time because remember at the Masters, he was his his caddy, and you hear about Charlie all the time. Charlie goes to Benjamin School in uh, Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, yesterday, the his his golf team at the high school won the Florida State High School Golf Championship. All right. It's not the first win for Benjamin. I think this was their fourth title, but it was Charlie's first as that he's a freshman. It was, uh, by the way, it was some other kid named Jake Valentine, a sophomore. He got a birdie on the 17th hole to seal the deal. But anyway, uh, it, this is the first thing that Charlie's done that his dad didn't. Charlie won the state high school championship. Tiger didn't when he was in California. But there's kind of like a caveat. They didn't have a high school state championship when Tiger was playing. His dad was like, so. I was playing on municipal courses, you <laughs> punk. So, but oh, anyway, I didn't go to Benjamin. Uh, it, it, he shot a 72. What did they say? A, 72, a 78 to 76. Outstanding. Not bad for a little kid. Oh, that's great. Holy cow, 14 years old. Oh, here we go. Two years away from him and the Masters. You're, Watch. You're probably <laughs> right. He's going to be turning pro soon. So. Wow. 
Wow. We have another woods to watch. How about that? That's great. All right, we've got some more headlines coming up next. And uh, we'll also have, should we preview some more of the Dolly Parton rock album that's out today? Absolutely. We need some good news. Oh, can we talk about this chick in Canada? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It's not- this is crazy. We've got another... Uh, We've got another imposter. Who was the chick with the, what was it, the, not the, was it the NAACP? What oh, was uh, Rachel Dolezal. Rachel Dolezal, remember? This is the same kind of thing. <clears throat> Pretty big name in music, too. Is she? Has been faking her background, I guess. All right, oh, that wow. more. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Look at that. The weather is already better than what we had during the week. Yay! And it's Friday. This just nice? came in, though. Our news partner, Channel 5, just said. So further south, was it Hialeah? No, where was it? It was Dania Beach. I think it was somewhere in Key Largo, wasn't it, too? They had yeah. hurricane force, not sustained, but they had hurricane force winds of about 86 recorded. Uh, a lot of people are extremely upset that this wasn't a named storm. And I would think a lot of people – I it, it really didn't affect Why, Martin though? Would County. that make you feel better? I don't know. Maybe they would think that schools should have been closed. Oh, you yeah. Know, it does office, affect things. You know, maybe work would have been closed. You know what, too? It does affect insurance because if you had some damage from this thing, it's a big difference if it's a name storm or it's not. Right. Big and, difference. And now it's not it's, – you know, they'll, they'll easily hand out the money if it's yeah. a, a name storm. But uh, there was – they got like – 13 inches of rain in parts of Miami and Dade. That's, a, that's more than a foot of rain. That's a big lot deal. of water. Yeah, it was big. So it's it's fortunately, I mean, here, earlier this morning, we had problems in uh, in Boca near the Town Center Mall. Right. We're they hearing from some listeners uh, back outage. and forth. Yeah, but I, I think that's been fixed so far. So I haven't heard any more. I haven't received another email from anybody. So I'm assuming it gets fixed. Weekend should be better. I was in uh, – hey, guys. Hey, Diener. <laughs> I was in uh, Fort Lauderdale last night – Made my way down there. I guess I got lost, and I know. But what struck me was the the amount of flooding. We had heard about all the flooding down there, and you know Miami and to Broward and everything like that. I mean, just random spots, different you know, like uh, ball fields and parks, or just sides of the road. It was like inundated with water. Really, a lot of people said they had missed that. Uh the first night of that pink show at the arena in Sunrise, right? Their our parking lot was really flooded, like really bad. Wow! So what People happens? People couldn't get in. Your car gets flooded in a storm that isn't named. Uh, that's not good. You know. Uh, hopefully, know. these people will be able to collect insurance and take care of things. Yeah, I hope so. Anyway, mm. all right. Well, this is. We've had a lot of these stories over the past couple of years. This one, though, comes from Canada, but specifically the Canadian Broadcasting Company, CBC. Wow, they've outed one of their. One of their national treasures is a fraud. Well, this is, you know, the minute I was reading the story and I couldn't think of her name until you just shared it. Uh, Rachel Dolezal. Remember, she ran the NAACP <laughs> in, what was it, Oregon or wherever the heck it was for years. She pretended then they found to be out, black. They, they found out she wasn't black. I'm like, how, how does this happen? And now this, this woman has said that she's, what, a Cree Indian born in Canada. She lied about all of it. She, well, she's not Cree and she's not Canadian. <laughs> Jeez. Buffy St. Marie. Wow. Is 82 now, she but has had a long it. recording career. Is an Oscar winner. Really? For what? Uh, she, apparently, I'm reading here that she wrote that, uh, remember Officer and a Gentleman, Love Lifts Us Up, where we yeah. belong? She wrote that, I guess. Who did not? Hmm. She had a long career claiming to speak up for the indigenous people of Canada, and she's not. I don't know. How did they find this out? Because her, one of her nieces said... She always said that she was adopted by an American family. Right. And the niece was like, 
she's the only one who ever said that. <laughs> Nobody ever else said that she was adopted and talked about an American family. It was just yeah, we all knew that she was kind of she kind of intimidates and insinuates that the, the she was lying all her life. Uh, she had said all along she was born on the Cree Reservation in Canada, later adopted by Albert and Winifred Santa Maria in Stoneham, Massachusetts. She was never – there was nothing of the case. She uh, – a, a, a reporter went to the town like clerk's office in Stoneham, Mass. and found out she wasn't born in Canada. She was clearly born in the U.S., daughter of these people. She's clearly not indigenous or Native American. So the question is, did she wait till her parents died? I don't know. And then started this nonsense? No, no, no. The... She started this from her, like, early on, like, this beginning of her singing career. So the parents had to be in on it. I mean, how would you feel if one of your kids said, oh, I'm an indigenous, you know, person from Canada, when you're like, uh, no, you were born in Boca. <laughs> I mean, come on. She wrote in 1971, when I go home to the Cree Reserve in Canada where I was born... I usually spend a few hours of every day teaching the Cree language. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a fraud. Oh, God. Wow. Well, how do you explain that one? I don't know. And why did she do it? But what makes people do this? You know, if you could say you you always felt like you identified as a Cree and you wanted to be part of, you know, that that culture, then why wouldn't you ask the Cree you know, natives, can you teach me and can I yeah, become somebody, a part? You somebody know? would have known or something. Yeah. Somebody would have outed her before this. Before yeah, why do you lie? <laughs> I don't get it. She was born Beverly Jean Santa Maria, February 20th to Albert and Winifred Santa Maria in Stoneham, Mass. She's Italian, for God's <laughs> sakes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have a whole career based on fraud. It's almost impressive. Oh, dear Lord, help us. Oh, boy. Oh, well, that? uh, I just I just found it fascinating that you went your entire life and no one outed you, especially in your own family. Right. Nobody. There's I, a lot of these frauds. I, I, Trump, Trump has called Elizabeth Warren Focahontas oh, for that's years. right. <laughs> oh, boy. I tell you who's real and who's making a big, big scene these days is Dolly Parton. After talking about it for months, her rock star album is finally out today. It's, Actually, I was have last night. Everything dropped, I guess. Uh, it, it, is there anybody not on this list with her? I mean, she said everybody. All kinds of people. Sting, Peter Frampton, Pink, Brandy Carlisle, Pat Benatar, Paul McCartney, now, should uh, it, she, Ringo. She, she does Purple Rain, but is Prince on it? Did they take like a recording oh. and put it together? I'm going to hope not. I well, no, but say. I mean, come on, Elvis is on his album, so... As you tell me every day. Take it away, Prince. Uh, Here's some little... Here's a little sampler. Every game you play, every night you stay, I'll be watching you. That's the Stones cover with Carly Brandi, uh, uh, Brandy Carlisle. Ah. Didn't didn't the Stones join her, join her on that one? I don't know. I don't hmm. think so. You're a heartbreaker. Oh, Pat Benatar. Love taker, don't you mess around? That's cool. I like that one. Uh, it's it's got like thirty uh, songs on it, I guess. It's re- well, I think we've heard the uh, some of the outtakes from every single one. <laughs> After this, they- she says she's done. She's not going to do any more rock stuff. But she's going to promote this for a long time. Well, for sure. And then this one of the songs uh, from Queen, which is a matchup, um, is going to be used by NBC for the Olympics. 
So she's already making tons of money off of this song. And Queen's making more money. Good for her. By the way, she will be at the Tennessee-Georgia game this weekend on the Tennessee side. Oh, Rocky. Because she's going to sing Rocky Top? Is that what's going to happen? Maybe. Who knows? But she she made a big deal to announce that she was going to be there. So I would assume she's going to sing something. Now, the, the, the thing with this is... There's all kinds of Dolly Parton stories coming out now that maybe we never even heard before, including one involving Tom Jones. Dolly said the most rock thing she's ever done was when she got drunk on margaritas and streaked across Tom Jones' yard. Tom Jones does not deny it. Here's an old clip. Dolly Parton told me on this show that she streaked across your lawn in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's right. How you know about it? Yeah, yeah, she told me. She she said that you weren't there or something? No, I I wasn't there, but she told me later because we did a show together. Uh And I said, uh, well, no, I was there, you see, but I wasn't out on the lawn. I was in the house. What a pity. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was an eclipse. I thought... I think I'm more shocked that they live next to each other. I know. Because I always thought she stayed in Tennessee. Well, maybe there's a chance she didn't. She just kind of landed there. (laughs) Maybe she didn't live next door. I don't know. Either that or maybe she was at a party next door and she decided (laughs) to streak. So, yeah, I figure it probably had to be, what, in the 70s or 80s. When was streaking big? I know. Yeah, 70s, I think. Yeah, late 70s. All right. uh, Coming up next, how about this conversation you're going to have in the near future? Love your car. Where'd you get it? Amazon. Well, I'm surprised it didn't happen. You even said it earlier. You're surprised it didn't happen sooner. Big announcement for the business world. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Speaking of, some of you are already reached out. We heard some some people in Boca. Uh, some listeners in Broward had some power problems already today. I don't know if they're fixed, but like Steve Villanueva just said, it's already a world of difference compared to yesterday. Way better. Yeah, even last night was way better. You yeah. know, and it's have you noticed it's getting cooler? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you. Still needs to be drier. Still a little dank. Yeah, well. Get rid of the humidity. Come on. It'd be Go. nice. It's time. Wait. Wait till the mornings when it's 40 degrees and we're going, it's so darn cold outside. <laughs> I know. We'll be, what's wrong? Thank God I got heated seats and a heated steering wheel. The bottom line is, we'll complain about anything. Uh, it's so true. <laughs> Well, uh, former President Trump is calling this a big win. The gag order against him in his civil business fraud trial, the New York one, right, is temporarily suspended. He can talk about it again. Yeah, especially – and I think it even went on to say during his appeal he can talk about it. About that. So that means for months that's all you're going to hear about. He can, he can fee- freely speak about the judge's staff. New York appeals judge granted a request by Trump's legal team for an – and by the way, pressure from Elise Stefanik. From uh, oh really yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah and the House of Representatives wrote a strong letter to this judge for an interim stay of the gag order arguing it violates Trump's freedom of speech good common sense prevails in that one he had apparent violations of the order he's been fined twice yeah judge put it in place after Trump's comments attacking the judge and his law clerk who he called Chucky Gr- Chucky Schumer's girlfriend <laughs> remember and then he put up a picture of her with Chucky Schumer. <laughs> It's like, oh, my God. Well, she is, though. I mean, that is true. So now we know about it. The law clerk to this judge is a Democrat activist. I mean, right. that's who the clerk is to the judge. Yeah. Oh, well, how about the judge's wife with all her memes about mm, Trump? I still know? can't get over that. So, and I'm telling you, there's no husband in America that can't have their decisions affected by a wife that hates what you're, you're working on. You're right. It's impossible for him to stay unbiased on this. It's I, impossible. I, I, the killer is, though, why would he not recuse himself? So, based, you know what? It, it, his appellate attorney is sitting there going, Donald, don't worry about it. You've already won. We'll win this. 
just go through the motions. Yeah, it might be. That's, yeah, what, they, that's right. what they tell you. So it's like, okay, thank you. Yeah, boy. All right, well, this was a big announcement yesterday. This is amazing. Uh, thought it would have happened before this, actually. But pretty soon, Jen, you're going to have a conversation with somebody, and they're mm-hmm. going to go, Jen, I love your new Hyundai. Where'd you buy it? Amazon. It's kind of frightening, actually. Well, Don't you think? Uh, big announcement to order a Hyundai online. First company they're working with. They plan to work with other manufacturers. But they don't want to uh, mess with the dealership. So you'll be able to order what you want, uh, what your dealership has in stock. You go to the owner, the dealership to pick it up or they deliver it or something. So, it's, so it works with that. But Amazon says their goal is to make the experience as seamless as possible, let you see all their financing options. That's what's in it for them. Well, they're going to start a finance company. That's right. Well, they already got it because if you have an Amazon account, I mean, you know, you right. charge on that if you don't, unless you pay right away, or you just charge on your Amazon account. So this would open up another thing. Here, here's the gutcha, though. If What are they getting out of the deal? You know, does that help? It must help. The, it probably it helps the local dealership, but still, you're limited. Or do they work with dealerships from around the country? Because, like, if you if you went to a, say a Ford dealership here mm-hmm. and you wanted th- that new Mustang, the electric Mustang, right. and they don't have it locally, they can search all around the country as to who has one, yeah, exactly. or when it's, one's going to come in. Sometimes so, you have to. So I would assume that's that's the same situation. They'll just work with a local dealership, but they'll find you the car that you want. Yeah, the dealership finds it, they then they get it to you. But it'll be just like you know they have the drop down menu and they fill in the little, little bubble for what kind of shipping you want. You put it right in there. It'd be like, you want three percent? If you're Amazon Prime, you get two point nine. If you get it, you're probably plug it right. right in. Put it in your well, shopping cart for checkout, and it's like your total is seventy four thousand dollars three hundred. You know what's nice about that though is if you you know when you buy a new car, well you did it through a broker, so you probably don't experience this. You spend hours in a dealership filling out the paperwork. Hours. Oh God, yeah. No, you you're still there. do with a broker it's a five, too. Five, six hours. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh my God. Oh yeah. Get me out of this place. Oh yeah. You're ready to, you know, kill somebody before you actually get in the car. There's still going to be a lot of that. It's just, you know, more seamless. I just think you're going to have more buying options through this eventually when they work with other uh, brands too. I just think it just bought Jeff Bezos a new yacht. Probably. That's, that's how I look at it. Cars and SUVs online. How do you like that? No overnight shipping though. Well, well, that's, you know, they, I'm sure the dealership would deliver it to your house if you asked them to. And you got to have Amazon Prime. Oh well, to go spend that. Forget about that. Did that go up too? Is it like 112 dollars now or something? I didn't even look because I know we're not getting rid of it. Yeah, I'm no, just trying to tell my family it, we can't have Amazon Prime. It just rolls over. Yesterday, 42 almost four. I, there, there were like honestly, I got 14 boxes delivered to my house yesterday from Amazon, and none of them were for me. That's oh, the, I know. That's the sad part about it. I was like. What did you people order? By the way, we're getting into that season. Here's your public service announcement. Don't open box you're not sure of because it might be a gift for you. Yeah, so true. They're doing box combining again. <laughs> so don't open the box. That's right. I usually get yelled at. See, my kids put it in their name and they ship it to my house. You could ship it somewhere else. You don't have to ship it to me. See, ours just all so – Lauren signed up for the account for like all – for everybody uses that account. So it all comes under her name. We don't know what the hell it is. Oh, that's even worse. I know. They don't even put their own names on it? Because you can have different accounts. No, we just said we just use that one. That okay. one. All right. So, so in the very near, like this summer, you're going to be ordering, or maybe even this solid, you know, you're hanging some phone chargers, you'll, you'll order some hanging strips, and an Elantra. <laughs> Click Amazon I want, Prime. I want the new car. The question is do all the other orders from Amazon come in the trunk? They fill it up. Here you go. One big fat order. That's right. Because we're consolidating. That's right. They put them all in there. Here's your uh, Elantra and uh, your new book. That's <laughs> all right. Cool. We got uh, Rapid Fire coming up next. 
or do we? Oh, no. Because it's Friday at this time, it morphs into Friday football picks. I have to go see these darn things. That's right. You better do some work. We all have to. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, welcome to Friday, everybody, and thank you so much, as always, for being here. A quick little programming note before we get into Friday football picks. If you couldn't hear us yesterday, well, you weren't an app listener, were you? <laughs> we had some power problems, as did most of South Florida. There's even some today, actually, throughout some of the uh, Broward, Miami-Dade areas. But uh, we're back fully on from the station now. But again, I'm just saying, you might want to get the app. It's, yeah, it's crystal clear. Put it this way. There's no fuzziness on the app. It's crystal clear, and we go everywhere. The only fuzziness on the app is us. <laughs> there's You're also, fuzzy, not me. There's also uh, – we're on the HD uh, high-definition radio HD2 channel too, by the yeah, way. 97.9. Your car, if, you, if you've got it, it's on 97.9. So yeah. I would just like to get that out of the way. So there you go. There. Now, hit the music. Are we ready? Maestro. I think we're ready. Are you guys ready? No. Yeah. All right, let's, let's go. Do it. 180. What's up? It's our Friday football picks on the South Florida Morning Show. Your results will definitely vary. Mine have. Those are my results. That's all season long. <laughs> Gosh, well, speaking of that, as uh, we no. enter into week 12, a little recap here of the records, a very, very quick recap. Uh, Bill in last at 29 and 26, but uh-huh. over 500. So uh-huh. that's a moral victory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> it's giving me the look of death over here. Could I'm, you just move on? I'm not doing much better. I'm 30 and 25, one game better than you. <sighs> and we are way behind Jen, although we did gain a game on her last week. Yes, we you did. did. She's 37 and 18. A phenomenal oh record, my God. Jen. It's incredible. Runaway train. See, you guys just need to sleep around more. I'm just <laughs> saying. Whoa. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> Stop the mute. No, sorry. <laughs> That's how you make some of your picks. Depends on the team. <laughs> well, I don't know if you have any of those connections with this game here. The first one. These are very odd games I picked this week. Well, actually, a couple of them, but this one was odd. Number 22, Utah. Oh, every time they're... I, <laughs> this Utes. team is my curse. They are. are I they? Know, I'm sorry. Oh, don't tell me that. Every time I pick for them, they lose. Every time I pick against them, they win. I put this on here because the, this is the final year for the Pac-12 Conference. All the teams are leaving. They're disbanding. They're going to the ACC. They're going yeah, to the Big right. Ten. And they've had the best season in probably 30 years as a conference. So... You have Utah against Arizona, who's number 17, Arizona. Yeah, both teams 7-3. and three. This is a coin flip game. So I thought, let's see where, where everybody lands. What do you think, Jen? Where are you going? Well, Utah's the Utes, They right? are, yeah. And anytime there's any reference to my cousin Vinny, All right. I have to go with that. That's so fair. I'm going to pick Utah. The two Utes. The Utes. <laughs> I don't think that's why they need him. Now he's frustrated, fine. which means he picked Utah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I, I did, but... Only because, did you hear this crazy story about Arizona? No. No. They have screwed up their budget so bad, they're about $45 million in the hole. No. The University of Arizona. Really? From the sports department. They have a major basketball program. Football's I know. good sometimes. No, they owe like all year. kinds of money. It's like really bad. Oh, wow. But, I don't know. Neither here nor there. I picked Utah, too. Well. Which means they'll probably lose. I actually, means we both lose. <laughs> I, I flipped the coin and it landed on Arizona. Yeah. I'm going against you guys. I, I didn't know they were, you know, defunct programs. So I guess see how the well, game maybe goes. they have to, you know, maybe they get a bonus if they win. <laughs> I hope and it so helps for them, them get out of debt. Maybe <laughs> they can get some good money. They're seven and three. They might make it to a decent bowl game and right. get uh, get that money. Second game on here. Now this is actually a major game. Again, Pac-12 conference this year. Number five Washington, who is still undefeated. 
They're right on the outside looking in for the playoff in those top four teams. 10-0 at surprise team this year, the Oregon State Beavers. They're going to Corvallis for this game. It is not in Washington. And Oregon State is 8-2 and and a two-point favorite against the undefeated Huskies. Jen, is this a trap game nah. for the Huskies? No, that's, or do they every time trap game, I get screwed. Shut <laughs> up over there. <laughs> do they stay undefeated in that bid for the playoffs? You really think Washington's going to lose in Corvallis? I don't know. My my cousins are from, that's where they were from in Oregon. Oh, Corvallis, right? yeah. Really? I've been there. Yeah. I swear to you. And uh, they're probably going to be mad, but I'm going to take Washington. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> Michael Penix Jr. there, the Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. Yeah, I'm you also going... taking Michael Pick Six Jr. Oh, no! <laughs> Why didn't I give him a nickname? If he flames out in the NFL, I want credit on the. I want credit that I came up with that nickname. That's fair. Pick of course, Six. Of course, yeah. the Pats will probably take him, so oh, I geez. can't really say that out loud. I'm taking Washington, too, Jen, so I can't gain on you. Oh, dear. This is unbelievable. You went the other way. I'm going Oregon State. I'm going with the upset. My gosh, this is huge. If I win both college games, I gain two games on you guys. Or if I lose, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Big risk. Major implications. I'm going with the upset pick. I feel like Oregon State's ready to go. DJ Uyugalale. Huh? That's the first time I got to say his name all season. Who is he? (laughs) He's the quarterback from Oregon State. He transferred from Clemson. DJ Ui Ugalale. No, he should just be DJ U. Oh. Ooh, what the hell? <laughs> He's going to have to change his name. He's having a good season. DJ Uga. I say Uga, they get Uga. it done in Oregon State and Corvallis, where Jen's family's from. They'll be at the game. That's right. You're going to be rooting them Holding on. up signs. Hi, they all, Jen. I, they, they went, two of them went to school there, too. Go oh, Beavers. Boy. Yeah, they're going to hate me. In the NFL, now this might sound like a random game, but there's a storyline here. I always tell you guys to look for the storylines when I do these. Yeah, I know the story. You hate... Well, I do hate Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. That's true. I have a, an irrational hate for the young man. You do. He's a very nice, upstanding young you young hate man. Him. <laughs> Who's he play for? He's the quarterback for the Chargers. Oh, okay. They're a three-point favorite on the road at the Packers. So here's the thing: it's a terrible game. The Chargers are four and five. The Packers are three and six. But the reason I put this on here, there's drama. It's possible that Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Chargers, could be playing or coaching for his job here. Right. There are rumors that he might get fired if they lose this game. So, and the, hire Bill Belichick. That, there's that too. That's right. Really? That he would take complete control of the team next year. That's what they're talking about. So, is this a NFL changing loss for the Chargers, or do they get the win on the road, Jen? No, I, I had to go with the Chargers because you hate the quarterback so much. All right. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm changing my... Well, I can't because you already announced yours. But I'm, all right, I've taken the Chargers. I need them to win to keep away from Belichick. But I don't think that would happen anyway. But if they do trade Belichick, I want a first-rounder, and I want the Chargers pick, which would be about 15. <laughs> I think they should trade Justin Herbert for Bill Belichick. <laughs> the, the Pats get Herbert. You want, to, you want to trade Justin Herbert to the Toronto Argonauts. All right, I'm taking the Chargers. All right, you're in. You are in for the Chargers. I swear I'm not doing this on purpose. You can look you at my the sheet. Packers. I have the Packers. I, it's in Green Bay. I think the Chargers, they're just so dysfunctional right now. Brandon Staley, again, the head coach who's coaching for his job here on Sunday. And he's not a good coach. No, he just no. seems lost. No. He's a defensive coach with a team that is a terrible defense. And the offense <laughs> has incredible talent, and they can't do anything. They can't win games. How come they're better than the Packers, then? I just... It's, it's, it's a weird Packers situation. That bad? They're not very good, but I do think they get the win at home, and the NFL changes forever. 
Then the team of the game of uh, two broken teams. Yeah. The Jets, four and five, trying to find a win somewhere and trying to find touchdowns at the Bills, who have lost what two straight now? Yeah. Josh Allen can't stop throwing interceptions. But they're a seven-point favorite at home. Big game in the AFC East. Winner stays alive for the playoffs. What do you think, Jen? I just don't like the Jets. So I'm right. going to pick the Bills. Uh, th- that's fine logic for me, honestly. Because <laughs> I know you guys hate them. So. Guess what I'm taking. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why oh, do you look no. at me like it's my fault? Because <laughs> I can't gain. We, we think we have the same brain when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> you get them together too long. Uh, the Bills, <laughs> yeah, I, I just... They, uh, they're... They are dysfunctional. They really are. But yeah. I don't see them losing this one. And it's in Orchard Park. Right. They need to get to six and five. I mean, honestly, save a season. They, they're they're right. Yeah, I, I'm going with the Bills. This is a. You're absolutely right. This is. If a, they go to five and six, they're done. Yeah, they're done wow. at that point. And that in the, in, in the AFC, it's a season defining game for one of these teams here. I'm going with the Bills too. Yeah. I think they get it done at home, and the Jets fall to four and six before playing the Dolphins on Black Friday. By the way, Ooh. first ever Black Friday game coming up in uh, the uh, Meadowlands. There, we'll see what happens there. But in the wild card games. This is a big one in the SEC you have to choose from. Georgia, number one at Tennessee. Is Georgia on upset alert there? Ohio State in the sandwich game. They're playing at home against Minnesota, but next week they play Michigan. It's a sandwich game. It's like in between the big game. Oh. So maybe a trap game. Maybe. Maybe. Nothing trappy about that. (laughs) Do do they sleepwalk (laughs) against the Gophers at home? Doubt it. The Dolphins off the bye week. They're playing down here against the Raiders. And then the Lions. Can the Lions improve to 8-2? Eight 8-2, and two? Eight and two, playing at home against the Bears before their Thanksgiving Day game. Which one are you going with, Jennifer, the wild card? Oh, who do you think I'm picking? The I'm wild going State. my Buckeyes. <laughs> are you kidding me? Minnesota's going to get crushed. Big one the... against Michigan next week. All right, all right, that's got me worried, uh-huh. but that's okay. All right, Diener, I knew you wouldn't pick against the Dolphins, so I picked the Raiders. I like it. With their new... Uh, we have no team rules, and we smoke cigars on the sideline. Uh, Antonio Pierce culture they got going on there. It's working. Two Willy, in a row. That's right. Willy-nilly interim coach type of stuff going on there. Unless they run into all the South Florida strip clubs before the game. Ooh. But I don't know. <laughs> but just to try to gain on you, I'm taking the Raiders. That's fair, because you you know what I was going to do. I have the Dolphins. They're a 12-point favorite in this game, so they better freaking win. Yeah. That's all I have to say. They need a win coming off that Chargers game after the bye week. All the we're in. All the picks will be right there at 850WFTL.com, of course, on the Morning Show blog, and you can follow along on the app as well. Either Diener's going to be the hero next week. Uh, it depends. If he comes floating in on Monday, we know because he's the worst winner in the world. Oh, he's terrible. He's, it's, it's, <laughs> you can't be around him when he wins. He's oh. horrible. My no, season awful. could be over. I have like almost all opposite picks of you guys. And I hope it is. is it? <laughs> we'll find out on Monday. You'll either gain like uh, like five games on Jen or nothing. Yeah, it's Boy, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll right. see. We'll see. Don't get too excited over there. Coming up next, closer to Turkey Day. So we've got, if you're hosting... Five tips we're going to judge. Really? Tip number one, don't. <laughs> Order out like I did. And I actually have a follow-up on that Arizona Wildcat story I was talking about. I was way off in the amount of money that they're, they, they're losing. When do you hear this? They may have to cut some teams. It's an actual story this morning. Are you kidding? No. Oh, jeez. Probably oh. like volleyball, but who knows? Are you sad you took Arizona now, Diener? <laughs> 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 they're they're going to be in this game this weekend, not with helmets, without helmets. All right, that and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Happy Friday, everybody. Almost into the weekend. Uh, there's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. And during uh, Friday football picks, had a little 
nugget because Arizona was one of the games that Diener put on there for us to pick. Mm-hmm. And I kind of tease that they were deep in there's a story that came out this week. They are deep in the hole, their athletic department. I said forty million, you know how much it really is? No. They're off by two hundred and forty million dollars oh. in their athletic department. Oh, so maybe- and the story out of this morning out of um Arizona was it the Republic? Says they may cut teams. So are the cheerleaders playing on Saturday? They may not have helmets. Wow. I don't know. The president, Robert That's... Robbins, and senior vice president and chief financial officer explained to the Arizona Board of Regents, because it's a state school. How did that happen? They're in a financial crisis because of miscalculations in the university's financial modeling. Who's in charge of that? I don't know. They're unemployed. Almost a quarter of a billion dollars. Unsurprisingly, they've got 23 Wildcats varsity teams. Would they lose some teams? Would they have to cut programs? Here's the response from the university president, Robert Robbins. Yeah, everything's on the table. <laughs> well, I would. Well, what team makes the most money for him? Football? I would have to, but it's also the most expensive, isn't it? But it would have Which, to. It brings in the most. But their basketball team is huge. Yeah. So those two teams will probably be safe, and they'll they'll kill off every other team they got. Yeah. And unfortunately, it'd be the women's teams first that they're going to kill off. See, you that's going to be massive controversy if they do. Well, well, they're going to have to do it across the park. $250 million. That's bad accounting. How do you screw that? I got Watch them find out somebody embezzled. That'd be even worse. All right. Speaking of rapid fire, real quick. Five, mm-hmm. We're going to judge these five tips of hosting Thanksgiving dinner. Tip number one, don't mess with success. Go with the popular dishes. Yeah, and if it works the right way, yeah, sure. Absolutely. So smash it? Yep. No. Mm-hmm. Make a game plan for fridge and oven space. Absolutely. I already did that. <laughs> How about this? Start with an empty dishwasher. Oh, that never happens. No, I know. House. That's like unrealistic. Come on. <laughs> That's why I need two dishwashers. This is controversial. Set up a buffet. No. Why? Trash it. The whole thing is a sit down and use the good plates, yeah, right? Yeah, and you pass the bowls around. Everybody fights for the mashed potatoes and the sweet potatoes. Tip number five. Remember what really matters. It's about family and togetherness. Oh, that's a crock. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> Three of them are good. Two of them you throw out. Anyway, you have a great weekend and uh, be safe out there. Enjoy it. And we'll be back Monday morning at 6 o'clock. We'd love to see you then. Thanks for listening.